This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we are talking about Once Upon a Time in... Mexico. Brooklyn. Mexico. Oh, same place. Mexico! That's the Street Fighter. Um, Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, when they updated it to the weird voice? Instead of, it, it used to be Japan. Japan. USSR. Has, Mexico. Sonic <laughs> Boom. Sonic Boom. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the Sonic Boom part. The other part sounds familiar. Mexico. Anyways. <laughs> this is my Street Fighter, Jeff. This I'm is back not to about Street <laughs> seven, Top seven uh, moments in Street Fighter. Have we done yeah. Street Fighter? The arcade game? I feel like we yeah. have. Yeah. I'm sure we have. Yeah. I have no idea. We should do it again. Well, somebody uh, loses an eye in Street Fighter. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, this movie came out in 2003. So long directed... ago. <laughs> I know, everybody's so young. Except for William Dafoe. He looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> He's so Mexican. Yeah. He's, so, uh, He's something of a Mexican himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is. Uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by Robert Rodriguez, and edited by Robert Rodriguez, as he, the credit said, or chopped, cropped, and yeah, cut whatever, by him. Yeah. Um, it was a are, flick, too. It, wasn't a it was a flick. That bugged me. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, starring Antonio Banderas, Selma Hayek, Johnny Depp, William Defoe, Mickey Rourke, Ava Mendes, Danny Trejo, Enrique Iglesias... Marco Leonardo, Cheech I can Marin, be your hero, baby. Ruben Blades, um, and others, but yeah. pretty good cast. Um, this Julio Oscar Mochoso, I don't know how to say his last name. He seems so familiar, but I don't know if I just know him from this, but do you guys know? Uh, you mean he was the advisor to the Presidente. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, He's been oh, in that a guy's bunch of stuff. a million things, but yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't think of the, like, the one of thing. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, let me look this up. Okay. I mean, he's in a bunch of uh, Robert Rodriguez stuff, like Planet Terror, and but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I couldn't figure yeah, out. He's what definitely I know he's him definitely him. one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, this was my nomination. Uh, I saw this in the movie theater with one of you guys. Have we determined who it was yet? <laughs> Not me, because this is the first time I've seen this movie. Yeah. No, okay. it was it was me and you, Jeff. Okay. For sure. Um, no, so we yeah, saw a Titan AE together, Jeff. <laughs> Still two to be determined if that was true or not. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, yeah, I remember I remember enjoying it. I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was fun. Um, I I think I owned this at one point, or at least the you know, a, a rip-off version of it. But it's been a long time since I watched it, and it, my opinions can't change a little bit on it. Um, that's my history with it. Hmm. Uh, Scott? Yeah, also, also saw the theater with you. Uh, similar opinion of it. Um, I, lo- I love Desperado. 
so I was, was really excited to, to see this. And uh, at the time, it was some, something of a letdown. We'll see if my opinions changed at all, having watched it again. Because I don't think I've watched it. I, I definitely haven't seen it for like at least a decade. So <laughs> yeah, like I, I didn't. I remember a lot of the major plot points, but a lot of the smaller things I, I didn't remember. So hmm. all right, and Alex. I don't know why this was the first time I've ever seen it. Like a couple days ago. Because yeah, I love the original El Mariachi. I love Desperado. I don't know why I wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't go out and see this movie. I guess I just wasn't in the mood for a Robert Rodriguez joint again. Flick. Yeah, a flick. You probably it was one of those things where we forgot to invite you, and then you got upset <laughs> and butt hurt, and you're like, well, "I don't want to see it anyway." And you just held this <laughs> against us all these years out of spite. You haven't watched it. Yeah, it sounds about right. You were probably doing <laughs> you you're probably doing something stupid like hanging out with a girl or something. <laughs> yeah, or that. When, when did this come out? Two thousand three. Yeah. yeah, no, that wasn't happening. I <laughs> <laughs> was twenty three years old now. You were I mean um, you're trying. Well I was I was definitely trying and failing. Had his earring and all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I was getting that a high score well. on my Japanese dating sims, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I was hanging with a quote-unquote girl. Anyways, <laughs> enough about my pathetic 20s. You must be girls. <laughs> Arrowed. Um, all right, uh, before we dive into this real quick, I forgot to mention up front, uh, last week we did the losers and we had our... Um, how shall you say our list that I know I nailed. I don't know about what you guys did, but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we had some tough. We had some feedback, which now I can't find. Where the heck did it go? I I oh, feel man, like I can't use Facebook. You know, I I take nothing back. My my list is solid. <laughs> yeah, you're like the fucking the bean. bean. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> no, the Kevin old Kevin and Bean show. Well, no. I, well, people would take stuff back. It was Kevin that had the standing. Yeah, take it back. Like, oh, was it? Ke- yeah, it was Kevin. It was. It was, it was the That's opposite. Right. He would always say, "Yeah, I take it back." Like <laughs> he would never. <laughs> he, would, he would never fight mm-hmm. it. No, I'm sticking with it. You don't want to take this back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like to take All right. Well, uh, this is from listener uh, William Grimwood. Woo! Um, Appreciate good to see you still listening. Thank you very uh, this much. This one, <laughs> this was a big one that we all missed, and it was Office Space. When the guys lose their job and they do the Superman 3 computer hack. To oh, get yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shit. That is largely motivated out of their hatred for uh, mm-hmm. Pen. Not, well, it's, it's not Penetrode. Pen- That's what he calls it. It's Intertrode. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other one he has on here is. The building on fire. An episode of Married with Children when uh, Al gets the job as the Polkai security guard, loses his job, but his old football rival, spare tire Dixon, steals the championship <laughs> trophy. Oh man, that was a great episode. That was a classic scene. Man. Yeah. <laughs> they pull out each All other. I remember from that episode is Sleepy Time Now? <laughs> I think it's that one. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba Smith. They, yeah, Bubba they're Smith. Like, they're like challenging each other and they're like. Their lives are like equally awful, and like they pull out. Yeah. Each of them pulls out a picture of their mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> like horrified. By it. Almost knock each other out. Yeah, they they both like take off their shoes so they can smell each other's like stinky socks. Like, it's it's funny. 
it's one of them was just like this is you know these are my socks and Bubba's missing a toe on his sock <laughs> and I was like oh yeah we'll take a look at this and the entire bottom of his sock is gone yeah <laughs> classic alright thanks for the feedback William and uh, yeah I, we know we don't check our social media guys but since messages every once in a while yeah. we'll check and uh i'll try and be better at, yeah checking i'm on instagram all the time now but i'll keep i'll i'll be better at checking facebook the too gram. thanks not, william not not tiktok because that's gonna be shut down by the government soon but everything yeah, else i know fucking, fucking we're gonna start making tiktok videos for the for the podcast <laughs> right no. right like the day before the it goes offline yes okay okay so Let's back start. back to um reality oh it goes gravity <laughs> So Julio Oscar, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Alex, help us out. Right, Well, I'm gonna need Chose to read it. M e c h o s o. Anyways, I I need to read it. The thing, the thing I remember him from, uh, and something that we did on the podcast was Bad Boys. He was one of the other cops that was like the the. Oh, that's that right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's what I know him from. Like. Like his face, anyways. But yeah, like like Alex said, though he's been in a ton of stuff. Oh yeah, Julio Oscar Mechoso. Mechoso. Okay. Yeah, there's Mechoso. no accents anywhere, so you just <laughs> it's pronounced the way you read it. Got it. All right. Uh, well, then let's get started. As usual, we're going to talk about seven items from the list. I will go first, and uh, my number seven is Antonio's. Uh, hair flips was kicking my ass in this movie. There's like so many times he'll finish an action an action scene and just flip his hair out of his, his eyes, and uh, that was really bugging me. Well, oh, I, I'm sure know. that wig was really bugging him too. <laughs> it's just <laughs> he gets up out of his chair, huh. he plays a couple riffs on the guitar. <laughs> He's always flipping his hair. I was like, stop it! This is this is a, a good. Uh, a bandito, whatever the hell he is in this movie, would not a be bandito. having that. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, Jeff's been on fire recently with, with some of these nomenclatures. Uh, bandito, Roboman. Uh, I love Roboman. He's my favorite. Roboman's the best. So anyway, Antonio Banderas' hair flips is my number seven. Bandito. <laughs> Scott, number seven. Uh, my number seven is this movie's a waste of William Defoe. Um... Like they could have gotten uh, yeah. somebody else for this. Like he he gets a couple of like fun things he gets to do. Um, you know he, he. I like the idea here. I think. I mean, <laughs> sorry. Which one of you said he was? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that he's somewhat of a Mexican himself. That was me. Yes. Yeah, no, I did. Now you just get that. No, I, I'm just started thinking about it. Something of a Mexican myself. Alex, how do you say that in Spanish? Um, think about it for a second. We'll get back to you. Yeah, gotta uh, gotta localize this. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so the, the, the title of the movie, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Um, I, I don't know how much of this. Like was an homage, if, if barely a little bit of it was, but uh, an homage to Sergio Leone's movies. Um, in which case, I, I can see Willem Dafoe as like a, um, a Lee Van Cleef um, kind of stand in here, 
they both had that those kind of similar features. You know, the, the old spaghetti western of, you know, just plug in any white guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in that regard, like, it, it kind of works. Um, but yeah, he just doesn't get a lot to do. Um, he, he gets a couple of, of, like, him being evil lines, but um, the only time he ever really emotes is when he's got the mask on, and that could have been anybody. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was just it was, it was a weird role for him uh, to, to go through the whole process of the, the, the brown face and everything for not much of a payoff, honestly. So that's been number seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the the double was that him too, or it was some? Because this is before CGI stuff. So it, like, it looks so much no, like that him, was, but it that wasn't. Was a, according to the trivia, that was a real dude that just looked a lot like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no yeah CGI. Were... There was CGI in the movie, but uh, there, yeah, there that was... wasn't. <laughs> or yeah, nothing was that nothing... would look as convincing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Nothing was done as, then. in post. Yeah, it was just a dude that, that kind of looked like him. I was like, wow, when they're, when they're touching his face and everything, it's like, I can't see, like, a seam, if it's a mask or prosthetics or anything like that. It's like, this is just like, is this his son? Or, like, his brother or something? Yeah. Soy un, I, I, soy un poco de un mexicano, yo, yo mismo. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, what's your number seven? I can get. <laughs> also, Willem Dafoe, uh, as a Mexican, I'm going to give him a pass on this uh, mostly because, yeah, he was cast by um, Robert Rodriguez in this movie. He knew what he was doing. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, let's cast uh, Whitey McWhiterson as Genghis Khan over here. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, and I, I actually, this yeah, was... I don't, I don't, because, yeah, Robert Rodriguez, like, has the license to do that, right? So, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's that wasn't the issue I had with it at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, again. And, uh, yeah, Mexico and a lot of the Latin American states are um, a melting pot of sorts. It's not yeah, just yeah, your standard... No, yeah. yeah. Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's a lot absolutely of people in, in Mexico. <laughs> Germans like, down there. I'm sure there's, like, a real-life doppelganger for Willem Dafoe in Mexico. We saw him. He was in the movie. Well, I mean, like, that, that is, like as pasty as the real Willem Dafoe is. Right. Anyway. But, uh Yeah. So Willem Dafoe, I was very surprised, and I was happily surprised to see him in this movie. But yeah, I wish he could have done a bit more, been like the main bad. I mean, he kind of was, but not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The plot's a little kind of. Yeah, I'm more to say about the plot. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I just uh, chucked that out the window. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, my number six then is going to be. All the Danny Trejo stuff. <laughs> just, I, I love that guy. Yeah. Good He's or bad. Awesome. His taco restaurant is amazing. <laughs> I've never eaten there. Yeah, it's fucking good. Where's the closest one? Uh, I don't know. Los Angeles somewhere. Well, Maybe in Santa Ana. They'll probably have one in Santa Ana. I don't think there's one in Santa Ana. That'd be cool if there was. Uh, Trejo's Tacos. And he was amazing. There. He was there like, ever... every third week. <laughs> Eat your taco, bro. Yeah. <laughs> What? It's um, too spicy? Are you a Mexican or a Mexican? <laughs> yeah. The whole Mexican, Mexican part. But then the one scene where he's like, my associate outside's waiting for it. And he looked down, he just looks up and points his finger up at him. 
Like, I just thought, whatever that that shot was pretty cool. Oh, that was just, when he was pointing his gun and smiling. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that one. Oh, was his gun? I thought yeah, it was, it was his, his finger, gun. like pretending. <laughs> He's pointing yeah. his gun. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. So Danny Trejo is always my number six. Scott. Number six is all the squib work in this. Like some of it, some of it's CG, but like the action in this movie. Every single time someone's getting shot, it's just you see them close up with the squib. Like, or maybe a little further away, but there's never a shot where the person shooting is in the same frame as the person getting shot. Like, unless there's like <laughs> the camera looking up so they can be blown all the way across the room by the magical shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I love, I love that. Yeah, I, I do, do love, love the magical shotgun. shotgun. Don't get me wrong. But, um, uh, a yeah, little if I could interrupt you here, yeah. uh, a little aside as to magical shotguns, which one is better, this one or the one from Evil Dead Two, or I mean, even this, Army this, of Darkness? So this one, like, like if we're rating the guns, like this one's better, right? But yeah, because this one has unlimited range, but you have to reload it. Like that, this one's a, a sawed off, right? Yes. The other one's just like a shotgun. It just, right, but it's more powerful in Ash's hands. Like he, he's like a, a like a paladin. Like, and he doesn't have to reload it. You just hear the sound effect off screen most <laughs> of the time. So true. you know you gotta you gotta balance there. Which one would you prefer? Well, yeah. Ash has also a repertoire of different moves he can use with a shotgun. Like he'll do a swivel kick, and then shoot. Like yeah, combine damage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Where, whereas Antonio Banderas, he just like stand out in the open in like a T pose, <laughs> and somehow nobody will shoot him. Yeah, maybe that's the shoot power of the shotgun him. as well. I guess you, so. know, you don't know. It's again, yeah, it's it's because when he got shot up in those uh, flashbacks, he did not have that shotgun in his hands. That is true. Yeah. Well, this anyways, what were we talking about oh yeah, Squidward. <laughs> Squib work tentacles. Yeah, it was it was it was too much. It 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 made me start like wanting for the action scenes to be over. <laughs> oh, for for a lot of it. So, so uh, they're not they're not on the level of Paul Verhoeven. Well, there wasn't a lot of blood. It's just like when yeah. people got shot. It was just like, yeah, I, I don't know. It just looked maybe like cheap, which. Might have been the point, but again, it didn't really work. Because I, I feel like Desperado did a much better job of that. Hmm. Like, it, was, it felt like more visceral, like all the, the gunfights, because people would be in the same shots. And yeah, I, I, really, I feel like Desperado is just a much better, like, film movie than this was. Uh, like, he took a step back to make this movie, I feel like. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, that's my number six. Like, too many squibs. Okay, Alex, number five, number six. My number six is I was not expecting Enrique Iglesias, Enrique Iglesias, to be uh, in this movie at all. <laughs> so when I saw him, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I could be your hero, baby. <laughs> he was a spicy, spicy tamale. That guy was he in Menudo? <laughs> he was not in Menudo. His uh, father was a very famous singer. That's what my who my parents like idolized. 
Julio Iglesias. Yeah. Julio Iglesias. Yeah. Enrique came up and was like, I don't know, he could just be over there because of uh, nepotism, but no, he's got Enrique has the chops, man, to be a superstar, and he was. Probably still is in most of Latin America. What's what's the name of that that Mexican? they're a metal band but they're they always pop up in like the weirdest places like i always see is it mana no that's in mana is not metal <laughs> are you talking about los tigres del norte no no no, 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 no. <laughs> that's I, I, I not metal either <laughs> although a friend of mine did get to go to a concert recently called uh, metalachi and he, he oh sounds, yeah he the, pretty, the pretty, mariachi pretty, metal band yeah it sounds yeah they bad. rock they're fucking awesome uh, anyway, <laughs> Enrique. Well, yeah, Enrique. One thing I didn't like about his casting, which really doesn't really matter, but they make the joke about him being a big, he's a big guy, and she, she he's like, oh, that's an exaggeration. I mean, he's like 5'10", and it's big, but you know, it's big for Mexican, but not that big or whatever. And like, Enrique like towers over him in some of these scenes. So like, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Maybe they got him confused. All right, uh, my number three is all the Johnny Depp stuff. And it's interesting. Some of it I like, some of it I didn't like. Like, I don't know. At the end, I felt like he went full Depp. He had to put on his costume. <laughs> like, literally show him putting on his costume. His weird costume. Like, I, I don't know. And I still, and the plot-wise with him in this movie, I don't understand. Other than, like, I get the concept, right? CIA guy trying to disrupt this, uh... The government and everything. He doesn't want a good guy, but it didn't didn't do anything. I, I, I don't. Uh. Yeah, but yeah. I, I agree that uh, that it was a bit much at points. <laughs> his his performance yeah. here, but I uh, more to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I I did like you know the makeup with his eye blood and everything. I thought that was cool. Um, his his mm-hmm. three arm trick. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. It was awesome. <laughs> Especially when he was driving away that one time. Yeah, that was, was great. It was hit or miss. Some of his shirts, he had the CIA shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was better it? disguise? <laughs> CIA shirt yeah. is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, for the most part, I liked it, but there are other parts where I was like, eh, a little much. And then, like I said, also, I. I, mean, I think Scott said we'll talk about the plot later. Like I just found some of this stuff. Like what? Yeah. So, anyway, that's my number five, Scott. Okay, uh, my number five uh, was the old lady in the streets of. I, I I don't know what actual city they're they're supposed to be filming in, um, but it's supposed to be the the Mexican capital or whatever. But. Uh, the old lady that shows up all the sudden, she's got two bandoliers on. Yeah. <laughs> and she yells out, Cabrones! <laughs> and starts shooting up soldiers. Like, yeah, oh, God, let, me, me. let me double check because she looked very familiar, and I'm pretty yeah, sure that's like Maria I, Conchita Alonso. I met. <laughs> I, thought, I don't think that was Maria Conchita Alonso. Uh, I'm pretty sure it she, was. I, she looked like familiar though I, I i do agree i forgot to look it up I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you alex but uh but yeah just so you cabrones and then uh shooting up the people and then i also did like the the people of mexico taking up the children of mexico taking up arms against the the corrupt uh yeah military uh, that was that was fun 
Uh, and just with them, with the masks, masks on yeah, and everything, which is a cool right visual. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, okay, so it was Luz Maria Rojas. Okay. okay. So I was mistaken. It did. I thought it was her. But cabrones. <laughs> but yeah, she's also been in From Dust Till Dawn, The Mask of Zorro, Planet Terror. <laughs> oh, that Julio Oscar Machoso was also in uh, one of the Zorros. Maybe both. But anyways. Oh, Did I Robert guess. Rodriguez do Mask of Zorro? No. Dang, I guess this lady, Luz Maria Rojas, has been the pro- production manager for a lot of movies. Because <laughs> she was production manager for Once Upon a Time in Mexico, but also The Mask of Zorro, Planet Terror. Wow. <laughs> she picked up I guess she just made a cameo. Soap. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm wearing these. Is that right? <laughs> it's all you, Luz. Did we do the Mask of Zorro once? We did Zorro. Yes. Is that the first one? Is Mask of Zorro the first one? I forget what the second one is. This, this one has... Um, yeah, the Mask of Zorro is Anthony the first Hop- one. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, in 98. Okay. Maybe it's the second one. Either way. He's one of them. All right. Uh, Alex, number five. My number five is... <laughs> you know what? I, I love Final Fantasy... It's one of my favorite series, but you can keep your gun blade, and I'll take the guitar gun any day of the week. <laughs> oh, that was so fucking ridiculous. I know it was just part of Cheech's story at the beginning, and it was very embellished and wasn't real, but Scott, damn. I wish he would have pulled that thing for real in one of the fights. <laughs> just the, the flashback? Which guitar gun? Uh, it wasn't a flashback. It was when Cheech was telling the story about the legend of El Mariachi. Oh, so that was, okay, so that was... Yeah, yeah. that's okay, like okay. pretty much when you saw him cock that sh- that guitar gun and start shooting the place, and he's like, yeah, I, it's not, I know it's not <laughs> real, there's some embellishments with the legend, but bear with me. <laughs> he was saying something like that. He's like, oh, but I was like, oh, I was hoping that that was actually a real thing <laughs> that was going to happen later on in the movie. Uh, so I was a little bit disappointed in that, but yeah, that guitar gun... At the start, it was awesome. Nice. All right, well, that leads into my number four, and it is that that little speech by Cheech and that line about, you know, things have been exaggerated. But I think that's for the, if you think that's for the entire movie, because the entire movie, and once again, the title of the movie, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, I like the way he pulled that in there. So you have mm-hmm. the, the shotgun blowing people across the room, the... The classic Mexican towns, there's like four people in them, right? Like the, the guys playing the guitar at the beginning, and just all those things. Um, I thought it was just really cool. So it's like the, just the story is being embellished for the for fun, and um, I just like that about it. So you, you kind of explain away everything, explain away the CIA agent with no eyes shooting people, right? It explains mm-hmm. uh, like how we ran into that little boy again, how uh, you know everyone's wearing the masks in the Day of the Dead. That's when the thing happened. I mean, maybe that's not exaggerated, but um, just all of it. I just thought it was a cool little explanation. You can kind of write off a bunch of stuff with that scene there. So yeah, agreed. Yep. So Cheech's speech is my number four. <laughs> Cheechy <Scott>. speeches. <laughs> uh, so my number four. Uh, the flashbacks are bad. Like, Badass. They, they feel tacked on the. The chain thing was kind of fun, but I was just like, <laughs> like, why are they... I like that. The yeah, me too. That's my number two. I, 
I don't know. It like her arm should have been snapped right off. Like wow. out of the socket. Like yeah, of course too. it should have. Uh, Once again, Cheech's speech. Yeah, Cheech's speeches. <laughs> no, that was his flashback. That wasn't. No, I know, but what Jeff was talking about, this whole movie is an embellishment of somebody telling this story, you know? Yeah. Once upon a time in Mexico. Except, but it's not. <laughs> it is, but it is. But it's not. It's called Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah. Like, just... Imagine Cheech Marion said, and then El Mariachi had a flashback of him and his girl <laughs> dangling on a chain but... from the apartments. <laughs> I, I, I don't necessarily buy into that. But, uh... <laughs> I do. Um, when, pesos, when, he, when he's done, but uh, in, in anyway, I, I I wasn't into it. Uh, it. It felt like we got cheated too because Sam Hayek's like barely in the movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah, just hanging I from would, a chain. I will accept it. Agree with that one. Oof. So, uh, but yeah, they they just felt kind of tacked on. The cheesy they they added to the runtime. The movie wasn't like it was like an hour forty, so it wasn't like it was, it was that long. But I, I don't know. Like I felt like it could have been handled better. Like I wasn't buying Antonio Banderas being upset. Like <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, Alex number four. Number four uh, is I love all the comedic touches in this movie. <laughs> the bartender sliding his entire bar in and out. <laughs> this, I know that was part of the story. That that was the yeah. biggest laugh for me. Oh my gosh! It was, yeah, I can't I can't believe like it's uh, the descriptions on the movie were like, uh, you know, action thriller. I didn't see comedy on there. It's like this movie's funny. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of laughs on it. Uh, so yeah, I love all the little little uh, comedic stuff. That this movie had to offer it upped the fun factor for me a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that bar scene. He moves left, he moves right, and when Selma Hyatt comes in, <laughs> he's dead like, center. <laughs> uh, so fucking good. Uh, all right. Uh, well, my number three is kind of going against what Scott said. The squid. I liked all the action stuff here. The squibs maybe didn't really bother me one way or the other, but just the yeah. the over the top shotgun sliding across the room shooting each other guys flying back super hard and all that i, I enjoyed all of that so um like the, when the guys were flung that uh, i i i did like that but just yeah i, I don't know yeah i so honestly the squib work i did not notice what whatsoever so i can't say that way i did, did didn't like it well, I mean, it was but it, for me it, it wasn't just the squibs like i feel like i need to clarify a little bit it's more like the camera work Plus the squibs. But, uh, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Okay. Anyway. Um, but I, I did enjoy all of that. The sliding around, the blow, and the guys flying. and the... Yeah. That's it. It's number three. Scott. Okay. Number three was the, the Marquez comeuppance. That... Oh, yeah. That was awesome. So that was like their... Um, this movie was... I mean, it had to be rated R, right? There were multiple yeah. F-bombs, but uh, mm-hmm. it's still pretty tame for the most part. Um, the, the the knees getting blown out, but without his legs getting completely blown off. Oh, yeah. I thought <laughs> I was like, that, oh, that was some inspired, violent gore. 
<laughs> like stuff there. I was like, oh my god, like that had like the one guy that you know deserves like well, there's several characters that deserves a comeuppance in this, but uh, mm-hmm. it was like, oh man, like that that was actually satisfying. Yeah, like I. I'm unclear on if like the evil doctor even died, because he's like shot in the shoulder and then he's that's it. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Mar- the Marquez getting kneecapped was was pretty rad. Yeah, that was pretty gruesome. Number mm-hmm. three. All right, ups number three. My number three is yeah, I agree with Jeff. The action set pieces, I really love them. Man, when he <laughs> and I gotta say, it's a, a part of my uh, uh, shout outs, but uh, the sliding, the the guitar surfing <laughs> is way better than any Legolas bullshit that the oh, cool no, no, man. <laughs> I was fucking great. I was totally thinking about Legolas too when he was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so much better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. I, I said it was just as bad as Lord of the Rings. No way. I CG'd him in that. No. Wait, what? Well, they CG'd Legolas, yeah. No, no, no. They didn't. No, they. they that was some wire work in Lord of the Rings, right? But here, like, they CG him going down the stairs there. You can you can tell. What? Really? Yeah. I, can, I, didn't, I didn't notice. I'm going to have to rewatch that part. Yeah, because... we, we watch it again. Okay. Yeah, I could have sworn that they, like, did some compositing there to, like, Get him down that last part, last part of the stage. Well, yeah, compositing okay. probably oh. not CG. No, like they didn't like completely replace him, but they they, they use some like computers. Yeah, but I bet they completely did CG for Legolas in that scene. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's better. Uh, they both minutes. suck. To be honest, <laughs> no way. I think I, I think they actually had him sliding down. It was just all like wire nonsense. Well, maybe, but I'm just so. Been out of shape from him running up yeah, all the rocks like, no, in the last movie. No, that no, it's put a bad taste yeah, in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, along with that, where that one stunt where he's—I don't know what he's sliding on—but then he stops because he hits the back of the uh, fifty-seven Chevy and jumps right into it to drive off. That was great. Oh, and the poor guy was just getting his lunch, and he's got a big two-liter cola, and now he's got no rights back home. I'm like, oh, I feel bad for that guy. <laughs> Oh man, but that black and pink '57 Chevy—that was cool. That's a color scheme I like. I'd never thought of because you always see them like white and like powder blue, or even white and pink. But black and pink, man, awesome. Yeah. That guy had a two-liter bottle of Mexican Coke too. Yeah, that was the real yeah. cane sugar shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> delicioso. Yayo. <laughs> That's the real yayo. <laughs> Uh, all right so my my last two are both actions scenes specific moments one i liked one i thought looked terrible but you guys are gonna have to let me know here so in that same scene where he does surf i think it's the same scene where he surfs down with a guitar mm-hmm. he runs up the side of the wall like spider-man watching that that was that was a difference that was early in the movie yeah okay but the same room though right or maybe i don't he looked. It looked so bad to me. Like it looked like he literally had, a, like you know, a wire on him, and he was yeah, just moving yeah, his arms was, like the old yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, it was weird. That and was then great. He, that, that was that same sequence when he jumps down, like thirty feet. It was, 
He's fine. He's, yeah. yeah, he's holding that shotgun. I'm telling you, it's magic. So the jump down, I actually liked the the, 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 the jump down looked wall. cool. Like yeah, like just like he would hurt himself in life, obviously. But the... sure. Well, once again, Scott. I can't. <laughs> yeah, like mean... I'm just basing this on the, the previous movie. Okay. Well, don't. <laughs> previous movie was ridiculous too. <laughs> Anywho, I do like that that it was Spider-Man crawling, and then later on you see one of the jobber henchmen (laughs) trying to do the same thing. Yeah, that was was funny. (laughs) That's what made it really good for me. Yes. (laughs) But him looking like the the, the old TV show Spider-Man going up the side of the wall was freaking hilarious. It's a Mexican (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Chulo Hombre. But wait, real quick, you guys keep putting up Desperado. Is that part? Is the is a sequel to that, or are they just? Yeah, it's a trilogy. It's but are they really? Is it like a trilogy? As in the storyline goes through, oh, or is it like a? It's loose. Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's loose, but or it's, like the Man it's, with No Name trilogy, yeah. where they're not really. No, they're kind of connected. They're kind of. Connected. The, isn't, the, isn't, isn't Desperado yeah. just basically like a remake of El Mariachi? Kind of, but it's kind of like an evil, like an army of darkness situation. Because right, right, right. you see in, in the first movie on Mariachi, he does get his uh, his hand shot off pretty much. But at the end of that movie, he ends up with a robot hand because he's like in uh, some dystopian future, a lot like Ash from Evil Dead. <laughs> uh, but then in Desperado, he still has like a huge scar on his hand, and it's hard for him to play the guitar. So it's it is like loose sequel. We definitely the the Selma Hayek character and him carry over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he was he in all three or just two? No, just the two. And it's then she's like, only in the two. Yeah, because in El Mariachi, that guy was actually a cameo in Desperado as one of his buddies. That I think he has the rocket launcher guitar. Yeah, he Desperado. does that cool. He does that cool pose where he like sticks yeah. his leg out and then like. Does like a Spider-Man pose almost, yeah. But uh, so yeah, so the, the him having other mariachis that are also assassins are like, or well, gunfighters. I don't know what you call them exactly. Well, banditos, mm-hmm. Jeff assassins. Yeah, the, the, the other bandito friends. <laughs> They're uh, real bad hombres. That, that was a, that was established in the, yeah. the previous movie, Death Brother. Yeah. L as in the. <laughs> oh, Danny, I know what it means. As <laughs> in the. All right. Uh, so my, my was that my number two Spider Man. So Scott, which number two? My number two is this movie barely makes sense. Uh, <laughs> and like even yeah, for like I dumb action it. movies, it's just like all, all the characters, like they're you know, like Jeff said, the concept and their basic motivations kind of make sense, but the actual steps that people take don't. Like, why did William Defoe? Have to change his face because that doesn't come into play at all. Like, it's no, real... but he wants he wants a new life. No, it's I mean, all I, get, get, I get at the I beginning. Get, <laughs> I get that's why he wants, but like in the plotting of the film, it, the only thing it does is it like brings in Ruben Blades, like just for that. And yeah, that doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, Johnny Depp's character, whatever the fuck his plan is, like <laughs> he just seems well, to be he's like got to bring balance, including to everybody. The 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 I guess it's not really heel turn, but because uh, Trejo was already <laughs> yeah he was a, he a double heel turn 
Yeah, like he's already kind of evil. Um, yeah, Kukui. Kukui. Uh, like his working for him, but not. And then, like, he shows up and they kill the guy looking for him, which kind of makes sense because Johnny Depp is just completely amoral. He doesn't care if people are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, why they had to shoot him up when he was in the church, like, that didn't make any sense to me. Uh, it was a test by Johnny Depp. It was stupid. Right, he said yeah. it was a test, but yeah, that... I think he just said that the cartel just randomly showed up to kill El Mariachi. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was a test. And I guess El Mariachi's get Marquez, but he's like doing all this extra side work of like pretending to be a Mariachi. Like it didn't. didn't Well, he's not pretending. He is El Mariachi. He really is. He really is. Like, uh, like, it doesn't, doesn't track. Uh, so you got to be Mexican to get it, Scott. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. One, <laughs> one stupid thing when when the the advisor guy that we talked about, uh, Machojo or whatever you said his name was, um, he they they come in, he lets them in, and they come in with their guitars and they're dressed up, and the security guard stops them. And they show him their guitars, and they let him through. And then, like, they're like one foot away from the security guards. I was afraid you guys couldn't play. Yeah. <laughs> <Or something laughs> you might want to wait a little longer. Now he was speaking English. Oh, okay. Yeah. See. see? Eh? Yeah. yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, Alex, number two. We're ready to do it. Nope. My number two is the chain swinging. I did mention that. <laughs> That was crazy. like it doesn't make sense why the bad guys would just chain them up together and then shoot him up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, so that was great. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, that's why. <laughs> so they could have this cool action scene going down uh, the side of the building. <laughs> that was awesome. So this was fit, like it, it makes absolutely yeah, no it's sense. Ludicrous, unless. They did. They showed something out of order, and then they they had gotten married, and they're they were with some prop of chain, you know, uh, holy whatever chains of matrimony. Then they fell asleep, and then the next day, <laughs> remove the, but... the the chains of uh, of, of loneliness. Attach, yeah. Attach the chains of matrimony. <laughs> Don't. Like it was something that they did as a custom, and they did it. They went to you know they went to bed together. They woke up, and then oh shit, we're gonna get attacked. And we still have these on, but no, it was while we have our chains on, might as well get married. Like I oh my god, but it was awesome. No, did you get the symbolism there? I got it. I just because they were they were chained together, but then when they got married, that's when they truly became free. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because they got them, they, they hit the ground in slow motion. Awesome. Well, that's nice, it. Alex. That's, it. Right. So that's my num- that, That's my number one. So I, I, I really love the chain scenes. I don't know why it's, it's stupid. Good. There's literally one point where you said her arm would have been ripped off. I mean, no, multiple. She was points. holding on with her like two fingers yeah. at one point. Yeah, everything. And she's swinging well, her weight and his weight. Do you, and a big chain. Do you know how strong a Mexican lady's nails are? <laughs> they're fucking. They're made of steel. It's not hecho de acero, man. Um, I mean, this, this scene's made better with the fact that she's in it. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, caramba! 
I mean, I'm watching uh, the last Magic Mike, and it's not for Magic Mike. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we watched the Oscars, and it was good there too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was cool seeing everything Alex said, and then just that <laughs> the one scene where like they land on top of the truck. She pulls in the gun and points it at the guy to stop, and the guy just bails. <laughs> he just jumps out of the truck. Yeah, stop. She's like, what the fuck? That's awesome. And then a classic them running away with the explosion behind them. Robert Riggs had to get that. And, uh, Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah. The chains. The chain swinging scene with Selma and Antonio. The specialist. Wait, was he the one of the specialists? Who was in the specialist? The specialist was Sloan, and that was the movie about him being the bomb maker. Yeah, oh. you're thinking of what, what is it? Sniper. He's got the meme of Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Uh, all right, uh, Scott, number one. I think, I think you find Jeff if you go back and look at this, listen to this episode. You'll hear me. Sprinkle an assassin throughout the entire thing. You just can't hear it. <laughs> yeah. Or you haven't even yeah. paid attention. But uh, anyway. Uh, so my number one uh, is, is Johnny Depp here. Um, uh, yes, also my number one. It's, it's it's a bit much, but uh, it's, it's a weird, interesting character. I like that he's like not a good guy by any stretch. Yeah, nope. Um, he's completely amoral. Um uh, not sadistic and i think the fact that he's not sadistic um still allows him to be likable even after all that the stuff that he does like randomly killing the cook um which which i thought was great mm-hmm. <laughs> just to to maintain balance it's an interesting character because yeah uh he he's this agent of chaos uh, but he's there to maintain balance so there's this kind of dichotomy there mm-hmm. uh, yeah he shoots the cook um, he has to kill Cheech Marin because he, he his fake arm. <laughs> but he doesn't kill. He just kills Cheech and the waitress and yeah, nobody the poor else. waitress. Yeah, and then yeah, again, he's an agent in chaos. Um, yeah, he he does that. Um, you know, just the again, we mentioned the outfits, um, the CIA shirt, um, <laughs> the, the weird cowboy thing he has. I <laughs> with stupid shirt. Yeah, just all this, all these like weird tours like. Uh, the, the fake mustaches, the it was it was weird that he showed up as the priest, like that's another thing that didn't make any sense. No, it was a test. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> all in all, it was great. I reading the trivia. I guess he he filmed all of his stuff in like eight days. Like he, he was, <laughs> that's one of the yeah great things about Robert barely there he's, and like he's a fast fucking shooter yeah that, that, that's apparently the thing with him yeah and he uh, mm-hmm. um, Depp was like I'm not done yet and so like that that was where the church scene came from at least the confessional anyways um, <laughs> other, other uh, you, know, you, you mentioned Rodriguez being a fast shooter um, and this movie not making sense so again through the trivia the script was 45 pages long. Um, yeah i can tell so you know i've 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 taken a a screenwriting course and um you know it's it's, a minute a page right it's a minute a page yeah that's that's kind of like the baseline like Mm -hmm. i i don't know that's like not set in stone or anything but like 45 that's like (laughs) 
that's that, episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, I was gonna say that's, yeah. that's like a Disney Plus show or something like that. Or the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 how long that is. Um, oh, that's right. He did Book of Boba Fett. Uh, that's right. Yeah, he did. Um, but uh, yeah, at any rate, uh, Johnny Johnny Depp is great here. Uh, Depp is great. <laughs> Gives us chocolate cake. cake. <laughs> All right, Alex. I mean, yeah, Alex. Your number one's the same. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Uh, I love that he went full Depp. I caught the little uh, Jack Sparrow nod that he had in the movie. He said savvy once. While he's talking. Yeah. Um, I was, when did that movie come out? Like 2001 or 2002, right? The, the first one? That was also like 20 years ago, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so right I think it's before time, this, so. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he said savvy. And I really wanted a plate of carnitas while I was watching this movie, man. Because oh. all that food he was eating looked good. The same dish that he kept ordering. Oh, man. This came out the same year. Yeah. So, uh, they both came out. Pirates and this same year. Savvy. Yeah, he went full dip. He died twice, <laughs> essentially. Like when he took out those two guys while he was blind and then he gently went to sleep. And then he took out Ibn Mendez and then gently re <laughs> went back to sleep again. <laughs> oh, it's great. She was looking good in this movie. Oh, <laughs> that, hell yeah. That, that shot... The, from the floor looking up on the, <laughs> the elevator. <laughs> it was just like the underboob shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That uh, yeah. was, was very plain. Like, so this movie dips its toes in exploitation like in several places. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should have gone full-blown in that direction. Mayhaps. But still, yeah. Johnny Depp, great job in this movie. All right. That wraps it up. Uh, I had one honorable mention, but more of a question. So when uh, Antonio Banderas is trying to escape, then he gets the uh, dart between the eyes, and then he gets captured, <laughs> and he's back at... That CGI dart. <laughs> back at whatever Mendez's, uh, Mendoza's place. Mendoza! Uh, Mendoza! <laughs> Ice to see you. And how... Okay, he, he's in the interrogation room or whatever. Is he chained up and all that? How did he get out? I don't understand what happened there. He just kicked everyone's yeah, ass. Yeah, they don't. Did not... They didn't. So they they're embellishing, embe- just, embellishing yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah. They don't show at all how he got, how he freed himself, or whatever. Or I guess maybe they were just expecting him to still be under the influence, and so they didn't bother tying him up. But yeah, it doesn't doesn't make sense. No, maybe. Okay. He get he did get shot in the fucking forehead. So With a fucking dart. Yeah. Fucking dart in your forehead, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, any from you guys? Scott? Um, oh, the, the... So we barely mentioned Mickey Rourke. Um, he's, oh, yeah. He's, he's fine in this. Um, yeah, he does the job. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, the Chihuahua is... Uh, yeah, Moco. It was Moco, yeah. <laughs> it was a callback to uh, the first movie. Yeah, and Mariachi. That was the name of the bad guy. Um, <laughs> Man, we gotta do Ed Mariachi because I got a lot to say. Moko, I'm gonna say right now, Moko's my number one when we do Ed Mariachi. <laughs> right now. And then, uh, oh, dude, Span- Spanish quiz, Jeff. You know what Moko means? Um, chocolate. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah. Ben Ben's ask, ask, ask for some Moko flavor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, please do. Uh, Tienes uh, Moko, por favor? 
<laughs> sure, Crazy whatever. Monkey. Sure, what whatever, is Moco? Man. It means what booger. El moco. The second one is bucho. <laughs> the main, the, yeah, the second one is bucho, but or moco <laughs> for the first village. Like, oh my gosh, my parents could not stop talking about it. <laughs> it was great. All right. Well, let's rate it as usual. Oh, we rate on a scale. Sorry, I got one, okay. one shout out that I thought needed to be mentioned. I did spot the uh, little homage to John Woo. Did you guys catch it? <laughs> it was hard to miss. birds flying away or something yeah <laughs> no he was like uh and mariachi was in the fountain and all of a sudden he dramatically just stands up and like pigeons were flying dramatically behind him it was kind of in slow motion it was just very picturesque and for absolutely no reason i was like ah this is a john moo moment that's it okay <laughs> all right as usual we rate on a scale of one to seven one being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. I give us a five. I um, I think I liked it a little bit less than the first time I saw it, but other things did kind of bump up. Uh, but I still enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's an easy five for me. Scott, uh, four. Um, I I think if if not for Desperado, I might have liked this more. But I, I just think overall, I was disappointed. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, four for me. I can see that. All right, Alex. Uh, strong five for me. Uh, right. It could be a six, but right now it's teetering because it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was very Mexican, which I always appreciate in a movie. Um, I loved every second of it. I, this might be this might be the second rated R movie I show my kids. <laughs> <laughs> what's 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 the first? Predator. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so they watched I, Predator so I, first. I thought, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. They loved, it was great because they weren't really scared. They're like, this is awesome, dude. Oh my gosh. So it's like, yeah, I know. That's right. That's right. We had to explain the joke about like all the, like the, the pussy joke that he makes. <laughs> yeah. I'm very glad they didn't ask about that. <laughs> They're just you like, can, I don't get this. Whatever. You explain Where's anything the, else. With yeah. When's the, when's the next body going to roll? You explain that whole like opening sequence when Jesse, the body even turns. Yeah. Passing out so the chaw. Springing out the, the homophobic <laughs> slurs. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Okay. Sorry. I'll be out of here. Um, it's time for our crossover topic, which is top five losing eye scenes. Getting your eyes taken out. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Missing eyes. Um, so I will go first. And while this, you don't see the eye being lost, but it is about a missing eye. And it was creeped me out as a kid. Uh, it was One-Eyed Willie when a little Mikey... Flips up his eye patch, and you see the skull. Ah, it's all closed oof. in. So I, yeah, you know what? I'm still going to allow this, but it looked like because the skull was healed over, it seemed like One Eyed Willie was born without an eye. Not that it was missing. I, I agree, <laughs> um, but we're talking eye stuff here, and I really just wanted to include this one. One Eyed Willie's eye stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had to include it because this one—it was just yeah, it's just cool. Yeah, I, so. I'm going to allow this. All right. Um, all right, well, Scott, number five. Uh, number five is Nick Fury. 
Um, oh, almost made my list. Yeah, honorable mention. So I don't know how it <laughs> plays out in the comics, and there's probably multiple versions of, of how it happens. But uh, mm-hmm. in the MCU, which is what I'm referencing, they don't explain how he turns black. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you see, seen some things. Yeah, uh, Hasselhoff's pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, when he didn't get cast as <laughs> the theory for the movies, I'm sure. Man, can you can you imagine a world where this is, this is a mess? This is a mess. Up through all the, half you crazy son of a bitch. Man, I, we, yeah, we're kind of in a, the weird timeline here. Uh, at, at any rate, uh, at s- any you know, spo- spoilers. Uh, it's uh, it's scratched. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I uh, was expecting something much more epic. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> the way Colson describes it. Is it true <laughs> that the scroll, you wouldn't give the scrolls information so they tortured you by taking out your eye and you still wouldn't talk? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that that happened. <laughs> Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is quite possibly my favorite family guy joke because it subverted my expectations and it caught me completely off guard. So it was one of their, you know, family guy always does like the flashback humor. So um, uh, the mom, Alex Borstein, uh, says, oh, you know, bingo can be quite exciting. Last, just last week, somebody lost an eye in bingo. And it flashes back to the guy announcing, <laughs> I-38. Uh, I and he, his fingers slip and he drops the ball. Oops. <laughs> but then he slams his face onto the desk trying to pick up the ball. <laughs> right on the corner of the desk. And he's, ah, he's screaming because his, his, his right eye is gone. <laughs> oh, man. It's pretty, pretty good. It still gets me. Whenever somebody brings a family guy, that's the one joke I always think of. It's fucking great. All right. Uh, my number four, once again, I'm pushing the boundaries here a little bit, but I think this one counts, mm-hmm. and I think you guys will allow it. Um, this comes from a little movie called Terminator. Oh, yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, honorable mention. <laughs> okay. And it's when the T-800, or the, the bad Arnold, is a... He's got shut up a lot, and he's uh, in, that, in that room, and he's cutting out his, I guess, his bio parts, and he sticks the goddamn exacto knife in his eyeball yeah. to cut it out. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Well, yeah, that eye's lost forever, uh, so. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Well, technically, it was not really his eye, right? I mean, he has the eye underneath. No, no, I have eye. Yeah, but still, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an organic eye. Yeah. Don't yeah, argue against you Jeff. Are. You're arguing against yourself here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. <laughs> so... This is the reason why I almost aborted my um, LASIK surgery, because I kept thinking about that. That's how they're going to do it. It's going to shove an X-Acto knife in my eye. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Is that what you told uh, the doctor? <laughs> yeah. I, I to see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McPain. Mendoza. Scott, number four. Uh, number four is Bill Cutting. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. What's from... Bill Cutting? From Gangs of New York. Uh, Should have said a side of beef, remember? Knife so work. He's, <laughs> he's got the glass yeah. eye. They actually show him like ping like the tip of a knife against his glass eye, which is a really Oof. cool effect. Uh, have you got the sand? Whoopsie daisy. Uh, 
Uh, I drink your milkshake. Oh, wait. Different, different, different. different. Oh, shit. So, uh, yeah, the the story goes in the movie that he uh, cuts out his own eye because he's ashamed of himself because he looked away um, from Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon Jinn earlier on. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Saint Michael. Uh, And then fun, you know, fun trivia for that. uh, You know, Daniel Daniel Day-Lewis is the the consummate uh, method actor. He actually removed one of his own eyes and he still has a glass eye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, method. Along with his left foot. Yeah. (laughs) No matter where you are, I will find you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Alex, number four. <laughs> my number four is uh, Minority Report. Now he didn't. Now Tom Cruise does get some dirty eye surgery from uh, uh, what's his face, uh, the Southern accent, uh, Peter Stormare. Yeah. Uh, but he gets a new set of eyes. But he does lose that. He almost loses both of them down that drain. But he catches that one by the vein, <laughs> by the eye vein, <laughs> at the very end yeah, like, to get through I- the door. Off, off the top of my head, question for you guys. Can you think of anything more disgusting in any movie that you've ever seen than than that sandwich and, like, the rotted, like, the bad milk or whatever he grabs in the fridge? Uh, yes. Because the only movie I've ever gagged on was uh, Dead Alive. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we saw, a bunch of, even... we saw a bunch of stuff on our old job that made us gag, too. Well, it different movies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> different type of different movies. Kind of, yeah. But uh, <laughs> fucking Jeebus H, I always get like this one, even <laughs> talking about it. But Dead Alive, <laughs> when, in the scene where he's eating, what? No pudding. <laughs> God, fucking, Alex The ear <laughs> lands in, in the thing, and he spoons it up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Seriously. I, I'm gonna need a how, minute. How does, how does it go, Alex? <laughs> what? No pudding. <laughs> have we done dead? Uh, we've done dead alive, right? No, yeah, no. I don't think. I don't think we have. Oh shit! We what should about do the, it. What about the lady's pus goes flying into the porridge too? That, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the ear. I forgot about that. You got a waste basket in my eyes. I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> it's so fucking gross. <laughs> I can't hear Alex getting like the big spits. Like, I'm like, getting the nuts, sweats. Nuts, yeah, I'm yeah, sweating over here. Out, yeah. God damn it. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Chew it <laughs> back, man. Water. Chew it back. I know. I don't like dinner. <laughs> the same guy who did that is the same guy who said. Joe, gentlemen, you bow before no yeah. same guy. Yeah. That's so good. One makes you cry, one makes you tear up from vomiting. Yeah. Jeebus, age. <laughs> Frodo, I kick ass for the Lord. I think that was the original line I... in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> to, to go back to your question, Scott, I don't know. That's pretty gross. There's that... St- what was that movie with the, um, with Ike? He's a blind guy, and these Shit. teens break into his house, and he oh. like traps him in. And just... I've oh, never yeah, seen that movie because it's so one, gross. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. That one's good. Oh, I think it was called Blind Fury. Oh, you know, I t- yeah. I take it back. I take it back. The um, there was that one scene in audition. 
where um, <laughs> they're eating the fish. No, 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 no. He's puking into the bowl. Yes, and eat it? yes. Oh. Like, <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, can't do those back to back. She says, baby bird. And then she. Uh, <laughs> hey, baby eat this from your baby bird. <laughs> yeah, baby bird. <laughs> and, then, and then the dog bowl. Yeah. Oh, feed your baby bird. <laughs> baby bird. God damn it! All right, all right. Well, my number three is also my minority, minority report, and um, yeah, the Tom Cruise I've all seen. Damn, it's good one. I, I wish I. Jeebus, <laughs> 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 it's not even Halloween yet. Motherfucker hates Minority Report. Jeez. <laughs> I've not seen that movie in a long time, so we gotta do that soon. Mm-hmm. I remember liking it. I wonder if it holds up. Yeah. It was pretty cool. There's Dum Dum Dugans in it. Sure. Uh, Alex, or sorry, Scott, number three. Um, my number three, I'm getting into the Vigi games here. Uh, Ooh. And that would be uh, Majima, uh, Goro Majima. Oh, motherfucker, I should have thought of that. Yeah. Who could also, like, be higher on my list, technically. But uh, the Mad Dog hey, of Shimano. Fucking Majima is awesome. Um, from the Yakuza series. Um, just a, a great character. Um, for anybody that knows what I'm talking about. If not, I, I'll, I'll say something that I've, I've said many times on the podcast before. Um, the, the Yakuza series is great. Um, mm-hmm. It's a... It, at first glance, it looks like, oh, this is the Japanese version of GTA, but it's absolutely not that. Um, there, there's a lot of beat-em-up action in it, but um, mm-hmm. there's some great stories. Um you know the there's actually a lot of heart to to all these mm-hmm. uh, these games. Um, so yeah, Majima number three. Kiryu Chan. <laughs> all right, Alex number three. My number three is <laughs> the uh, well, not the 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 guy that the Black Knight was fighting in Mighty Python and the Holy Grail. Because <laughs> uh, King Arthur and his knights come up. And they're watching this fight between the guy, the Black Knight who guards the bridge and some other random jobber knight. <laughs> and at the last move, the Black Knight, I didn't, he doesn't even spear throw it. He kind of just chucks his sword. And it goes straight into the slit of the other knight's visor, taking out his, both of his eyes and his life. <laughs> it's, 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 moves. it's one of my top ten, like... Martial arts moves ever. <laughs> it's incredible. Nice. That just reminded me. So if you guys don't give me a one-eyed willy, remember on the same boat scene, there's a there's a pirate like hunched over, and one of the one of the goonies like touches it, and it turns around, and it has two daggers in its eye sockets. Oh, that's right. So, goonies. Was it mouth? That did that one. I forget if it was Mouth or I want to say it was like Martha Plimpton's character. I don't remember. What's her name in that? Uh, Steph. Okay, sure. Stephanie. It's a white girl name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> I'm just saying. She was great in Raising all Hope. Right. I love that show. Um. All right. Where are we at now? That was uh, Alex's Yeah. Three? So we're not number twos. All right. Why <laughs> Drop two? a deuce, Jeff. I've only seen this movie once, uh, and it's just, we've mentioned this uh, show a bunch on here as far as the 
Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments. I saw it on there, and then I had to go back and watch the movie, and it's from Lucio Fulci Zombie. Oh, zombie. It's an Italian horror show a movie, and there's a scene where this girl's on the other side of the door, and the zombie like is punching through the door, punching through, and he punches a hole through it, and he grabs her head, and she, he pulls it towards... Like a big splinter, like a big old piece of shattered wood, and you just see the thing, and it actually impales the eye and it explodes on camera. Ugh, ooh, ooh. That's gross. Yeah. Like little stuff comes out of it and everything. I have to click away right before it gets to the eye. Yeah. <laughs> seen, it's seen one of those, it. like, it's oh, like, it'll, uh, it'll cut away, it'll cut away. Nope, it doesn't cut away. Ugh. So, nice. There yeah. you go. Zombie. Scott, number two. I number two is Terminator. Um, oh, no wonder you're so gung-ho on being out. It was like the very first thing that I thought of. <laughs> what? When we, we came up this list. Or yeah. when this list was proposed, I should say. Uh, so yeah, Terminator. Oddball. All right. Alex, <laughs> number two. Uh, my number two is uh, Evil Dead 2. There's a famous... <laughs> I don't I don't remember this happening in Evil Dead 1, although it, it probably did. Or in Army of Darkness. But uh, one of the Deadites gets his eye like completely knocked off. And there's a scene where the eye is flying across the screen. And it lands right into uh, the girl's mouth. And she completely swallows it. (laughs) Fucking gross and hilarious at the same time. Uh, I guess he had to be there. I mean, remember? it's not nearly as gross as those other two scenes we're talking about. No, shut up. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't pus porridge. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a handle on it. <laughs> Chivas. All right. Um, my number one, this is the first one I thought of. It'll be Kill Bill. Ah, my number one as well. That's my yeah. number one also. Because she steps on it. Well, the rare, the rare she triple, steps on it with her bare feet. one here. Yeah. yeah. It is a rare Also, <laughs> yeah, I mean, bare feet. What else was going to happen in this movie? Yeah. So she loses an eye. She, can, she loses an eye twice. We don't even need to specify, like, us. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah. I'm talking about the one when, uh, when, uh, what's her, when the, the bride. Bandita takes her. <laughs> what's her name in it? The bride. The bride. The bandita. The uh, bandita kiddo. La bandita. Take, yeah. <laughs> Takes. La, uh, la means the. L. Or, yeah, her name's L, L in here too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, takes her eye the and driver. steps on it with her bare feet. But yeah, I guess Pai Mei takes her other eye earlier in flashback. Yeah. Gets so, it. And then also she takes, no, there's a third. She just takes an eye right as the... The fight with oh, the, right. the crazy 88 happens. And that's when it turns to black and white. <laughs> she killed 88, guys. <laughs> We're going to actually 88. It sounded cool. Sounds cool. Uh, <laughs> there was still yeah. a lot of them, though. Like, yeah. yeah. Really comes that was a, point, a great, that was like, a great where, line. Where's, where's the point where you're like, oh yeah, she single-handedly killed like 23 people. Well, that's not a whole lot. But like... When you get into like the high fifties, is a really difference between like fifty eight <laughs> and eighty two. Like I don't know, just just saying statistically from an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Anyway, plus that action scene is so, L, L driver. So, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. She loses some eyes. Then she had to take on a mini boss. <laughs> she then, does, yeah. yeah the mini go go. <laughs> Another Goro. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I had two honorable mentions. One I could have sworn one of you guys would have had, and that would have been the Joker doing his pencil trick. Oh, in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Ta da. Ta da. And then one Star Wars one, and I didn't add this because I actually haven't seen it other than in highlights. It's how the uh, the guy Kanan Kanan from Rebels loses his eyes to Darth Maul in Rebels, which is a pretty cool scene. I've seen the highlights of it, but hmm. since I actually haven't seen the uh, episode, I didn't want to add it to my list. There's there's nobody in, one in the, the films, right? That loses their eyes, yeah, or an eye or whatever. There's um who's the guy with the eye patch, Alex? Uh Pruneface. Yeah, Pruneface. <laughs> Getting loads of sweet ass. Pruneface. Pruneface. <laughs> <laughs> the best character in Star Wars. Well that Wilro Hood's the best character. But... Yeah. I mean Wilro Hood's a legend, but Pruneface, man, he's all action. But yeah, I can't. I couldn't think of any from Star Wars, uh, so that's why. I, well, except for this, like I said, this one. It's a pretty big one. It's like one of the main characters loses his eyes. So, and I don't know if he loses his eyes or his eyesight. He gets a saber to the face, to the eyes, but I don't know if it like blinded him because it was like a, so close or mm-hmm. whatever. But there's Thor. I think for the rest of the series, he has like a blindfold on. Mm. Blast shield. Right, anyway, any from you guys? Yeah, Thor. Thor. Hella Four. takes out his eye. Um, oh, yeah. What's his face from 300? That's a good one. Odin, too. Yeah, Odin. Uh, yeah. Faramir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Faramir from 300. That's Div- David Wenham. I forget his the character's name in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, he's doing pretty good for himself. He owns all those hotels, and he's an actor. Wenham. Are, mm-hmm. are you talking about Wyndham? Got it. Yeah, Wenham. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. And... I see I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, from The Witcher 2, Philippa Eilhart, one of the sorceresses that gets her eyes poked out haven't seen it. through torture. If you guys have played The Witcher 2. I have not. It's a pretty good game. Witcher 3 is obviously the magnum opus, but Witcher 2 is good. <laughs> it's hey, a little aside. Witcher. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you know how <laughs> um, Top Secret was quite possibly the first boobies that my oldest son has seen in a, a, a movie? When were, the, when, mm-hmm. when were the boobs in that? I don't even remember. Because it was one of the pinup girls in the professor's lab. Oh, uh, okay. So, and Luca looks at me and is like, hmm, they're boobies. And I'm like, okay. So, The Witcher 3 is definitely when my younger son has seen boobies on screen. Uh, (laughs) He comes in right at the right spot in the middle of the fucking night. He's like, Dad, what are you doing? Go back to bed, son. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, the Witcher 3 is M.A. for Mature. Indeed. (laughs) Anyways... You there, Jeff? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Sorry. He's looking up the Witcher 3 boobies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, was, I was going back to, to find the, the boobs in the Top Secret also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my boss just pretty, sent, pretty much sent an email like 
bad email. Anyway, um, what are we? So, what are we doing now? It's time for Alex No Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So, <laughs> astonishingly, this season in baseball, Ken Griffey Jr. is the fourth highest player on the Cincinnati Reds. I didn't know he came out of retirement. I mean, when you've got a swing like his, yeah, I know. There's always going to be a spot for you in an MLB roster. Yeah, he's got his own Super Nintendo game, too. He does. Yeah. That was a good game. He's getting paid. <laughs> he's making $3.59 million. For doing nothing. Yeah, a, just, a deferment payment on his yeah, agreement yeah. contract back in the yeah. 2000s. Well, there, there, was, there was like a similar thing recently with uh, Bobby Bonilla. Uh, with the Mets, I think it was the Mets, where at like one point, yeah. yeah, he was like one of the highest played players, and he hadn't been playing with them forever. Like, <laughs> just yeah, this deferred payment sometimes crop up like this. It's funny. Mm-hmm. You only see, you'll only ever see this happen with like when teams are rebuilding, or if the teams are just like just never play, pay a lot of money. Like, you won't hear about this um, with like the Dodgers yeah. and the Yankees. Like, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll pay you later. Yeah, I mean, the firm payment happens. The firm payment happens all the time. I'm just saying you don't hear about it when there's other players making hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, yeah, yeah. So, has have the Cincinnati Reds had their own baseball movie? Because even the Angels have had their own baseball movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, not because mo- it's I, like I, I'm going to disappoint you, Alex, and, and say that most baseball teams have not had a movie. <laughs> I mean, the Twins have had their own movie. Little yeah, Big League. You're, you're twins, the Cubs. Cubs, the, uh, yeah, Yankees, the Cubs, Yankees. Uh, Angels. <laughs> Angels, Dodgers. I don't know. The Indians. Have the Dodgers? I don't think the Dodgers have. What's the one where the monkey's pitching? They have, like, a chimpanzee I as a pitcher. I don't remember. Okay. I don't, that might have been the minors. What uh, There's no what? rule that says a chimpanzee can't. Be. <laughs> yeah, he's almost human. <laughs> um, what is the the Robert De Niro Wesley Snipes movie, The Fan? Oh, that was the Giants. That was San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, with the Brendan Fraser one. That was that was the Yankees. Yeah, oh, that was the Yankees. Okay. Yeah, that was the Yankees. Um, Angels have had more than one because I think there was a movie with um, Edward James almost where he was a. A scout for the Angels, also. Oh damn! Really? Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. All right, so the Tigers, because Kevin Costner had that movie where he was a pitcher. Um, oh really? Per- perfect game. Um, what, what about Show Me the the Curve? What what movie that? Oh, that was all minor league stuff. <laughs> oh okay. Trouble what with movie the movie. What movie that? Uh, I know the Athletics for Moneyball. Well, yeah, the A's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm not approaching half of them, so most teams still have it. <laughs> yeah. The Re- well, the Reds are due. <laughs> They're due for me. <laughs> the Reds are oh, due obviously, for the, me. obviously the Indians. I think you might already said that though. Oh yeah, Major League. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, it's time for yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, no, Jeff. I was I wasn't done yet. Yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah, you want to talk about more baseball um, All right, so. Uh, We'll, we'll save Mando for last. Have you guys seen the latest episode? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll save that for for last. Uh, my only bit of news, um, well, more review than anything, is the Resident Evil Four remake uh, that came out at the end of last week, as of this recording. Um, it's on all of the next gen stuff and PC, I think. Uh, but yeah, I played uh, quite a bit of it over the weekend. Um, it is pretty good. Uh, I, I hmm. the Resident Evil Two remake is is amazing. Um, this I, I think the, the difference is, is Resident Evil Four was was always more of an action game, mm-hmm. um, so it benefits less from like the 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 new wrinkles and the the, the better graphics and everything than Resident Evil Two remake does. Right. Uh, that said, it's still still really cool. Um, they they definitely updated it with like a new engine. Uh, again, for people like me that that played the original, like a lot of the original, um, even though I don't remember a lot of things, um, there, there are new wrinkles. I'm like, oh yeah, this definitely wasn't in the first one. Um, but yeah, overall, I I like it. It's you know the Resident Evil Two remake is is genuinely like scary at points, uh, whereas this um, also scary but more intense, I guess, because there's like a lot of points where you're just trying to survive um, uh, just because you're just being overwhelmed by sheer numbers of, of these enemies. Um, mierda. Yeah, mierda. Un forestero. <laughs> uh, Donde esta? Uh, it's a lot of Spanish on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I do recommend. Uh, I kind of wish it wasn't full price. Uh, but I mean, it's obviously like a AAA title. Yeah. see where the work went um, so yeah people are into that uh, check it out and that's all for me uh, Alex anything you want to go over yes it seems like we might be I wouldn't say a new golden age of animated movies but maybe a second silver age because there's a lot of films that are trying to break away from that Pixar Disney look and it's it kind of uh, kicked off with uh into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which was amazing. And then Sony, after that, came out with uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines, which is phenomenal. It's one of the funniest animated movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and then the bad guys from DreamWorks. And then just recently, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but Puss in Boots, <laughs> The Last Wish from DreamWorks, was really, really good. I reckon... You got kids, have, you don't... I recommend this movie. It's have really they, good. Have they broken away from kind of the Shrek formula with that one? Or is it just kind of more of the same, but it still works? Oh, no. They they kind of broke away from the Shrek formula. They they did kind of hint that they're going back to, like, maybe another Shrek thing at the Thank end of God. it. But We don't need another Shrek movie. But they stylized it in a way where it's a bit more painterly. The animation is, like, updated. It looks so freaking good. Like, all the action scenes are amazing. So, I recommend... This is it, latest is it Puss still, in Boots movies. Antonio like, Banderas, yeah. Assassin. As Boots in Boots. <laughs> and Selma Hayek know. again. As Kitty Softpaws. I didn't know she was in the, the first whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Any, anything else, Alex? Uh, aside from that, oh, another, uh, speaking of <laughs> Disney, uh, Chang and Dunk. Uh, I thought this was going to be in another, like, straight to video, straight to streaming, low rent type of movie 
but it was actually really good very well done um it had a lot of heart that i was not expecting so i i rec- also recommend chain can dunk what's what's that on disney plus okay yay all right uh that's everything yeah uh, that's it for me this week all right jeff um, we started watching Wednesday. Have you guys watched that? Oh, yes. I gotta finish. Yeah, I've seen, I've we've seen one, like three episodes. One of the few things that I that I actually watch all the way. Louis yeah. <laughs> Guzman is awesome as Gomez. <laughs> yeah, like I had watched the first episode when it came out, and then Laura said she wanted to actually watch it with me, so we waited, and we finally had some time the other day. We watched, so we watched the first one, and then we watched the second, two or three, liking it so far. Um, that's that. Or they won the, the when they won the boat race. Yeah, the boat race with the the merman. Merman, merman. So I, I think, uh, yeah, I think she's really good as Wednesday, and it's good to see some of the like the old, whoever actress Christina Ricci and playing the other character. Not and, my Ricci. Uh, <laughs> good to Peachy Woody Woodpecker. Brienne of Tarth, all that stuff. So yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. It's a good series. So yeah, and then, and then Mando. God, it looks like Mando. <laughs> Must be the clouds. Anyways, uh, so um, the fourth episode of Mandalorian. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, titled the Foundling. Um, the <laughs> the again another double meaning. Yeah, the, the kind of on the nose these last couple anyways. I don't remember if the rest of the series is this way. But, uh, yeah, we get the Foundling. Um, you know, the, this feels like... Well, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think... I don't know if it was you, Jeff, but somebody was saying that the third episode felt like filler with all of the curse on it stuff. Um, I thought it was... Yeah, but it it was it seemed like it was building up to something bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the third episode. Yeah. I just felt it felt weird yeah, no, in this I, show. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it, uh, but I could see why somebody would might feel that way. Um, this one felt like more filler than than the other three to me. Yeah, this episode was kind of like. Um, but uh, directed by one Carl Weathers, by the way. Yeah, um, I saw that. It's like, oh, yeah. he's got a stew going. <laughs> uh, so we continue on like right on the heels of the previous episode, um, where. They do a shit job of keeping those kids safe. Like I, I get <laughs> this is the way. I, I this is the way. I, I, I get that. Oh, like if you're gonna be, if you're gonna walk the path, or whatever, or walk the creed, or that you're gonna have to go through some hardships. There's gonna be tests, but don't leave your kids exposed to like giant wild animals and just hope for the best. Like <laughs> that seems like like a poor way to to do things. I mean, like last week or two weeks ago, we saw a big gator yeah. come out of the water. Yeah, he's the same kid, and, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, I think so. And then when this kid goes up in the nest, there's other helmets, like, and they talk about how it's happened yeah. before. Just like, yeah, like maybe have a yeah, lookout. exactly. Have a guard. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> no, this is the way. Right. Like, there's anybody suited to that kind of work would be Mandalorians too. By the way, like <laughs> <laughs> a couple centuries going back and yeah. forth. Just, yeah, yeah, like. Oh my gosh! But uh, so, uh, episode starts. They're, they're training the kids. 
One kid's cocky. Oh, I thought they were trying to sell stuff in East Common Labs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah. God, it looked just like that. Uh, or a raid. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're talking about EverQuest. It's like, <laughs> I, I that ter- pterodactyl came swooping down. Train to zone! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're, they're training the kids outside. Uh, apparently they've got nowhere else to do this than right outside this cave. Um, well, they, they, they shoot into the water. Yeah, they're just randomly shooting in the water, wasting ammo. You think the Mandalorians would also be big on conservation? Nope. <laughs> well, you gotta practice. If you gotta use it, that's yeah. that's the Mandalorian creed. This they is don't the... <laughs> they don't have ninety nine potions in their inventory. So, uh, a blast in the water, the training. Um, oh, would you like singles <laughs> on that, sir? <laughs> I was gonna let that go, but whatever. It's, it's been a long time. Uh, yeah, the, the training the kids. There's the one cocky kid, and uh, Grogu gets in on the action after uh, Din tells him to, to train against them. They do some, some weird challenges, dart things, like paintballs, <laughs> like pay paintballs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, Grogu does like the the Jedi. The Jedi jump. Flip thing. Uh, <laughs> Grogu flip! And then, yeah. <laughs> and then he tags him three times. Uh, and, and wins. Uh, so, and then that kid immediately gets carried off by the pterodactyl. Uh, the giant pterodactyl. And they gotta hunt it down. Um, Bo-Katan leads the way. She still hasn't taken off her helmet. Uh, God, this is the way. This is the way. And then, like, everybody defers to her. Which I, which I do think is really cool. Like, there, there are points where there, there does seem to be some ego amongst the, uh, the Mandalorians. But for the most part, like, they get over shit quick. <laughs> yeah. So, like, once she's one of them, she's like, they're like, okay, whatever. Like, she's saying we need to go this thing, let's go do this thing. Like, they don't question it. Uh, which, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, they follow her. She comes with this plan. They got to, like, they got to... F- like climb even though they, they, they say the whole time like if we use the jetpacks they're gonna hear us coming every time they fire off one of those grappling hooks it's like Fling! like it's uh, uh it's quieter than a jetpack it's it's quieter than jetpack but it's still making quite a bit of noise um, yeah. yeah they get up there they find the kid the thing shows up there's another jetpack chase only this time the jetpacks don't run out of juice um uh, like they did the last time um, oh, because it was a shorter chase. Uh, I, I guess. The guy, was, the guy was right there. I guess. But yeah. yeah. They, 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 it was kind of cool, though, to see them all, like, flying around, like, like angry bees trying to... <laughs> how, how long did the, 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 the mommy bird have the boy in his mouth We're going to baby bird it to the <laughs> oh, baby bird. Bubba bird. I was wondering about that. <laughs> overnight? Like, and then forever. they could feed him overnight? Yeah, like, like a really long time. Like hours at the very least like well if we learned anything from the book of boba fett is that you can that armor can survive a long time in acid uh, yeah i guess the best guy well the helmet seal yeah. maybe survive it but why did the baby why did the mommy bird wait so long to feed the baby bird? <laughs> is that the bad mom that's why <laughs> spoilers at the end the mandalorians had to take their babies i did i so, so yeah they, they do bring the bird down they rescue the kid I did like Bo-Katan's line about how we've got three new foundlings uh, that need training, and they pull out yeah the, the three Bubba birds. 
Um, <laughs> and birds out there is big. So in, in between that, we get a flashback with uh, Jar Jar Binks and. Uh, oh, I loved all my best. Yeah, that, like, so yes, that, that was, finally. That was. Cool. I'm just. I'm. I'm, I'm always happy when I when I see Jedi that don't go out like chumps. Yes. Like once Order sixty six is, is carried out. It looked pretty bad though. Yeah, it was. But still, I mean, I'm happy it was for you know happy for him. It's fine, the actor and everything. But like, he was some pretty pathetic lightsaber skills and everything. But whatever. Mm. So um, yeah, we see Grogu. The so Grogu who, flashback where he was there with. I don't think that. It's the first time we're learning about that, right? Yeah. No, no. There, were, he, there was a flashback of him being there for Order sixty six. Okay, I don't. I oh, don't really? Remember. I don't remember that. Yeah, I think it was. It's ever since he's been with. I think it was with him was Luke. So maybe Book of Boba Fett again. So uh, he's been tapping into the Force. So he's starting to. Yeah, that's right. But you definitely didn't see, you didn't see how he got rescued and who did it. Um. I mean, it was cool, I guess. I don't know. It felt like Attack of the Clones racing through Coruscant, which I guess is what we're supposed to think. But that ship that was left for him, that's like Padme's ship, isn't it? The Coral one? Yeah, same model. They made cool. more than one. I have no idea. It's similar. Uh, and so this timeline would be, this would be right as Order 66 is happening. Presumably, he got out before uh, Vader actually showed up. Maybe not. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think if this was he takes her back to to Padme at this point. Him, I, I don't know, like the timeline. She hasn't ch- gone on to Mustafar yet, or maybe she already has. So yeah, it's not that. I don't know. I'm just curious. About who? Because they say a senator or a friend left us the ship, right? Did they say something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm interested in who that is. If it's... So, this is another retcon, like Bail Organa, like, <laughs> or maybe it's one of the ETs. Flashback of like all the stuff that happens. Like, how long ago was that? By the way, like in the timeline of the show, do you know either of you? She was like thirty oh, years. So, no, well, at least eighteen years. Yes, eighteen yeah, years. So it's two, yeah, eighteen years to from from that moment until a new till we meet Luke. But then now this is after Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, and that's so, six years. Like, so six or yes. seven plus I don't know 20, how long after Return yeah, of the Jedi this starts. Plus. So almost thirty, I'd say. Yeah, probably more like thirty. Okay. So, thirty and change. So he's like repressing all these these memories, or just he's just a little kid and just can't. Yeah, like, but but well, anyway, he's only uh, fifty years old. Yeah, uh, but he gets a little piece of Beskar, which was cute. Um, I did, I did. Not that little. Hmm? He's got a double breast. Yeah, I know. He's, he's basically he's got, got mi- mithril. He's, he's wearing mithril underneath yeah, his. Mithril. I didn't even know, I didn't know that before. Um, he's like wearing armor the whole time. See how you got to watch the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> At least uh, yeah. those two episodes. <laughs> the Luke episodes. At, at, at any rate, he gets the piece of Beskar, <laughs> like the, the, the chess piece. Um, yeah. I do like that that everybody just treats him like like he's a normal like kid that can completely understand everything that they're saying. Um but you, do, you do that, um, Bo-Katan loses a pauldron, um, a Beskar. you think they'd go back to try to look for it, by the way. But uh, I guess it's just too dangerous or too difficult to locate. Yeah. Uh, but she gets the... No, do... Sorry, do we know if they are all wearing Beskar? 
That's a good question. I I just assume. Because... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because when Jin gets his new sets of armor, I thought that was like the newest best car that he got. I know at least the helmets are because that's what all the foundlings get. Like all the scraps of Beskar that people bring back to make their new yeah. armor to get made into new helmets. But I don't know, maybe if it's Beskar diluted melt... with other metals and stuff to make the the other armors. Yeah, because it's not like when he got his new stuff, he didn't like they didn't melt down his old stuff. So I'm, I'm yeah, sure they hand me down. I'm assuming we've thought. Yeah, but he would melt it down. Like so, when he got his new armor. Well, maybe we didn't see that part. It got melted down, and then they mixed the impure best car with like that's mixed in with steel or iron or whatever to make like generic stuff until you can prove yourself and bring more back. Mm. I think not all they're not it's not all best guard out there. Yeah, right. that, that makes that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. If, if they're all wearing best guard, they'd be like way better off, right? That would be an indication that they'd be way better off than they actually. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, so yeah, she she gets the new pauldron and she asks for the mythosaur. Mythosaur. And then she talks to the the I don't know what's called the blacksmith the armor the armor the armor um, and the armor is like like yeah if you walk past like you'll see stuff like that yeah the mythosaur belongs to um, all Mandalorian yeah so um, she's still got her house crest on one and then this and the other um, so they there's that one point in the episode uh, where they're around the campfire and they're gonna have dinner. And she has to ask, like, how do I eat this if I want to keep the helmet on? And he's like, no, 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 you can take the helmet off. You just got to go, like, hide somewhere and eat. <laughs> so I think he explains that before at some point to somebody else, right? Uh, I, I think, think so. so. I mean, do we they, see they, him kind of do it in yeah, the first season. Yeah, did talk about, like, like, bathing or anything like that? You got to do it Kevin, yeah, <laughs> Kevin Costner style for running. I think, I think we talked about boning last week. I don't think we, we, yeah, bathing and boning. Yeah, I, think, I think they just leave the helmets on for boning. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sleep mask. Yeah, well, why don't you guys just wear blindfolds yeah. and then you're good? It's, it's, I'm pretty sure they do because uh, that was that guy's son that got right, rescued. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, was it his son or is it like how Grogu is his son? Is it his foundling oh, son? Oh, that's a good a question. Bio son. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but either or, uh, yeah, that she seems to be falling deeper and deeper under the spell of the uh, the way, mm-hmm. as it were. Uh, wonder if she's going to stick with it. I think at some point there's going to come a point where she's going to have to decide whether she wants to stick the path or go back to being like. Bogotan, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. This is the way. Yeah, so this show is feeling more like her show than his at this point. Like, he hasn't done anything, really, in this show. Like, there's no... He redeemed himself. Uh, yeah, he had, he had to go get it. Wait, the, they set up this whole season, like, oh, you have to go to Mandalore and reclaim yeah, that's your done. silver. Yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. And he did that in, like, an episode and a half. Like, that's done. So, like, huh. it feels like it's more about her. Which is fine. I yeah, mean, I'm not mad at that. Character. Did, didn't he, like, intimate that he still has, like, obligations to one Carl Weathers? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he needs to bring him a stew. Yeah. Yeah, like, what is... But there's like, still that other big... Than keeping Grogu safe, like, he has no... Like, and he's, he's taking... He, like, wants to train him as a Mandalorian. Yeah. He's got to learn about that yeah. Darksaber. Still heavy as shit. Yeah, like at this point, he did what he wanted to do. She has told him now that you okay. Yeah, you're back. You're 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 back in the Mandalorian guild. 
okay, now he's, yeah, like, is it just sit there and train Grogu? Is it... Oh, we're gonna yeah, need what? a montage. <laughs> like, obviously there were those pirates in the first episode with... Oh, um, uh, you know, yeah, he's, they're gonna come back. Something's gonna happen yeah. there, and he's gonna have to go back. I don't fucking know. This is the way. This is the way. I don't know, I just feel like the show, it's good, but not as... Not as good as the first two seasons, and then Andor was so good that I, don't know, I, really... <laughs> I know it kind of did ruin <laughs> any other Star Wars show going forward. <laughs> All right, uh, anything else you want to mention about this episode? Still enjoying um, it? I think we all agree on that. I like. Yeah, Bo- it's definitely not Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I like Bo Katan's ship. It's pretty awesome. The twisty wings. Yep. Yeah, which is an old Republic ship, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah I think that would be something they yeah. did in the, in, Ooh, in the Sith or yeah. something. I'm still curious as to who's commanding all the TIE fighters. Uh, it better be you, Blueface McGee. Yeah. yeah it better, it's, it, well, it's Thrawn or Gideon. Because we still don't know what happened yeah. to him, right? Yeah. Or he was captured, wasn't he? He was captured, but then remember last episode, the rebels, the guys were talking, not the rebels, but the captured Imperials. I heard this happened to him. Oh, no, I heard this. Like, there are all these yeah. rumors about where he's at, so it's possible he escaped. I don't know. Or he's, you know, selling chicken at most Poyos or <laughs> Alright, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. It sounds like we're good overall, then. Yeah. All right, um, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enoche, We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.